before I bring David up, I do want to mention something uh, in kind of preparation for our church body in prayer. Uh, as you know, last <clears throat> Sunday, David was going to be preaching, and I switched the calendar there uh, on Saturday afternoon just because of the uh, weightiness and the heaviness of, of what we were going through as a community with the losses of our dear brothers in Christ, uh, uh, Kevin and Kenny, and, and so I ministered last Sunday, so now uh, David is, is preaching today. And I have been wanting for us and, uh, to do a different style of fasting uh, here in the beginning of the year, and so we're still going to do that, but it's going to been postponed into the first week of February. So next Sunday, I'll give you more here during the week, and next Sunday about that, and we'll start on uh, the following Monday. For six days, do some different types of fastings that maybe you haven't done before. And, and it's really to ask the Lord, what distracts me from you? You know, is it the way I play the radio or podcasts or all day? Is it uh, how much media that I'm watching and streaming uh, during the day? Is it uh, what can I do in, in, in my food fasting uh, in order to help grab my attention and uh, focus on you to have to be all ears and and be listeners to God. So we're going to give these little different ways. And each day for six days, I'm going to encourage you uh, to try something new and different uh, to set yourself apart in your heart and your mind and open up those ears to listen to God. So you'll hear more about that during the week and then next weekend as I get into Lord willing that series on listening to God again. So um, today, David Rock, go ahead and Work your way up here, and so glad you're uh, teaching us today. Uh, David is someone who's been just serving the Lord so many years. Not that you're old, I'm just saying you've been faithful and, and consistent in that. And, um, and uh, he has a Master of Divinity degree, but that doesn't impress us. What impresses is his heart toward God. And um, uh, he is a gifted prayer leader. Uh, in our church, and he's, uh, he's and his wife Jessica really uh, have given themselves to prayer ministry and intercession. We're so grateful for that. And his theme today on the Jabez prayer, which is right out of Scripture, is one that has impacted my life deeply. One that I've used a number of times as a guide for me in seeking God and, and praying to Him and waiting on Him. So I know this time is going to be important for all of us. Let me pray for you, David. Amen. So, Lord Jesus, we want to be all ears to you in your spirit as David is uh, yielding himself to you and surrendering himself to you. And, Lord, we pray, Lord God, that uh, we would hear from you and your word today. Lord, give us a spirit of revelations that our eyes and ears would be open. And we thank you, Lord, it's going to bear much fruit and change our lives and be more like you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Appreciate it. Well, Stephen got to see my uh, my notes here and uh, see my little secret is uh, using the computer I can put this at two hundred percent and uh, that way I can I can see it so it might seem to you like I'm trying to be cool with my computer here but it's actually uh, helps me out and make it uh, the letters nice and nice and big um, we're gonna look at the the prayer of uh, Jabez this morning and uh, we're gonna look at uh, at first at the name Jabez, and for some you might be thinking, who's J, J who? Who's this guy? Um, and we know in, in the biblical times, uh, names really meant something. They, they mean something today, and we want to make sure that, you know, we, we look at the name as, as 
our kids were uh, going to be born, you know, looking at names and what, what they, the, the meaning of the names, um, but even more so in biblical times, the names meant something. And, uh, you know, even today we might have names that are, that are passed down from generations. I'm, I'm actually a, a junior. Um, so, you know, sometimes we pass down names, family names, or sometimes uh, we get a name that we don't like. And so an easy solution to that is we go by our middle name. Or we go by uh, a nickname, and uh, one thing that I've I've learned in uh, living here in the South for uh, a few years is that sometimes you just combine the first and the middle name together, right? Something that we do in the South, uh, first and middle name. Or you might have a, a name that you know maybe you uh, when you go to Starbucks or you go to get a cup of coffee, they never seem to get your name right when they write it on that cup. You know they they call it out there, and you're like, man, one of these days they'll actually get it, get it right. Maybe you've, uh, you've had a name that you've uh, been made fun of in, in school, and that's like, uh, you know, annoying 101 in middle school, right? Maybe you've, you've had a name that you've been made, made fun of. But could you imagine if your name meant pain? Can you imagine if your name meant pain and what that would, uh, what that would do as far as being teased and being made fun of and not wanting to be called that name, if your name actually meant pain. Can you imagine the opportunities that kids had in school growing up uh, to, to make fun of you? Can you imagine even, even worse if the person that named you that was your mother? Can you imagine the, the pain and the hurt of that and that's what we're going to look at as we look at Jabez. His, his name meant pain. And today, fortunately, he's not necessarily known for his pain, but he's known for this prayer. And he's known for this book. Now, it might have changed colors a little bit uh, from the previous. So as we look at this text this morning, and as uh, I was looking for... Um, uh, just resources to talk about the prayer of Jabez. Of course, I'm going to go to the book that was written on the prayer of Jabez. And I can remember that I had at least two copies at one point in my life. And I was searching, you know, boxes from moving and bookshelves, and I could not find one. And I texted a few people and said, hey, do you have a copy? And couldn't find a copy. And so then I was like, all right, well, you know, uh, Bruce Wilkinson is, is, is the author. And uh, so I was like, well, I, I will help bless him since he's, you know, prayed this prayer of blessing. I'm going to buy another book. And of course, I don't know if this is a guy thing or what, but I'm on Amazon and I'm looking and I, I see, oh, this one's cheaper. And so I just click that one and it comes in the mail. And lo and behold, it's not the book, it's the devotional book. So I'm like, oh, so I have to go online again, go back to the one that was more expensive and buy that one again. So Bruce, if you ever listen to this, you're welcome. I've bought at least four books. So to think back that this was released in 2000 is, uh, is crazy. Um, you know, over 20 years, uh, the, and the Lord has is, is brought this uh, prayer back to me in m- the most recent months. And um, I think it's, it's a great uh, verse in, in, or verses in prayer to pray at the beginning of this year. I think it's, it's a great uh, prayer to be reminded of 
um, in the in the days in which we we live in, um, where I believe darkness is continuing to increase, and we're looking for the Lord's blessing in our lives in the in the day in which we live. For some, you might have uh, you might have had this book uh, as well, and you might still have it. Uh, in the time that this came out, I remember you could get the prayer Jabez anything. Uh, you could get the tie, you could get the t-shirt. Uh, and, and I think because of that, um, you know, there might be some, uh, well, it was a, it was a fad. Um, and, and I just ask that that would not, uh, uh, try to come in and, and, and get your heart. And don't be a, a skeptic if you hear the prayer Jabez, oh, I've heard that before. Um, but because I believe that the prayer of Jabez is not necessarily a formula prayer, but it is a prophetic prayer. And I think it's a prayer that we need to be reminded of uh, this morning. I believe that God wants to highlight this prayer of blessing and its power in your lives this morning and in our church, uh, in our city, and in our, and in our nation. If you could uh, turn with me in your devices, uh, whatever that is, your Bible, electronics, to First Chronicles 4, 9. Because I know some of you were thinking, now where is that prayer actually located? Because I was doing the same thing. I was like, no, where's that prayer, Jabez? You know. Because the placement of this prayer is, uh, is also uh, quite interesting. Now, if you have your, uh, your, your Bibles, uh, physical Bibles in front of you, as you're turning to chapter 4, you know, if, if you look back a few, a few chapters, you'll, you'll see kind of the, the placement of this, of this prayer and these, these verses. We find this uh, genealogy and going over these uh, different descendants. So like in uh, chapter 1, it talks about Adam and Adam's descendants. And in chapter 2, talks about uh, Jacob and his descendants. And chapter 3 is David. And, and chapter 4 is Judah. And then as we, we go past chapter 4, there's even more descendants of Israel that is, that is listed. And I thought about, you know, for just like emphasis sake, like reading uh, a few of these chapters to you, so you can see how it's how the uh, the verse of, of Jabez stands out. Um, but I think that would that might take too much time, and maybe it would take away a little bit from the message. But I mean, really, just kind of look it over. You know, you had these name after name after name after name after name after name, chapter after chapter after chapter of name after name after name, and listen all of these descendants, and then kind of this obscure verse is not just a name, but who this person was and a prayer that he prayed. You know, it's like this, this, this nugget of truth in, the, in this list of genealogy. So let's, let's look at the text this morning. Let's look at uh, chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. So again, after all these names... Uh, we, we come here to Jabez. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez because I bore him in pain. Verse 10, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, 
Enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I might not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Amen. A scholar points out that the, the name Jabez means, means pain. There's kind of a play on words that takes play there, but his name means pain. So what a name. Why? Why this name of Jabez? And verse 9 tells us that the, the mother bore him in pain. And, and this is all we got, folks. It's, it's these verses, right? So this is all we got. You, you can research it out and, and try to find, is there any, anything else, any other? This is it. Um, so we, we don't, we, why, why was, he, was he born in pain? Or, you know, we don't, we don't know much. Was he, was he, was he breached? Was it a, a long labor time? Uh, was the the timing of the birth uh, causing pain? Um, was was the father around, or were there financial concerns in the restraints of of having another mouth to feed, or was the child not even from the father? Um, we don't know. We don't know uh, why uh, he was called uh, pain, but there is definitely some circumstances that was given there and. Jabez was given this burden um, being called pain by his mother. And um, his, his mother was, was bold enough to name him this. And I could just imagine what his, you know, his childhood was like. And, um, you know, uh, as, as just growing up with the name of pain and the pain that he had, the pain of his of his of his family how how was he treated as a child how was he treated as a child by his mother how was he treated by his father if his father was around or how was he treated by his siblings was his was he considered the pain of the family talk about a curse talk about a curse that was spoken over his life as the pain There might be some you know, online here this morning that we've had, we've had pains in our lives and pains from, from our family. There might be you know, something that you've, you've struggled with in your life that you've received in a, a pain in your heart given by a family member, something that was spoken to you, something that was, that was said or, or done. And that has been a, a, a burden and a curse that you've carried. And this is what Jabez had. He had this, this curse spoken over him every day of his life. Can you imagine the pain that he bore by that? And Jabez turned his pain into a prayer. And we're going to look at parts of that uh, this morning. We did have a a great time on, on Friday night in praying this prayer uh, over our city and over us as a family of, of living waters. So I'm hoping you, you've already received uh, part, of that, part of that blessing. As you look at the text this morning, um, if you look at chapter, or, or chapter 4, verse 10, the prayer doesn't start off that you would bless me. 
that you would bless me. How does it start? Oh, oh, that you would bless me. And that's a significant word. The pain of of Jabez's life, and I believe that this was a a prayer that he prayed time and time again. I don't believe that this was a one-time prayer, but I believe this was his life prayer. Jabez got to the this point in, in, in his life and he, and he was calling out to God, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. This oh wasn't pretty, but it was desperate. We don't know what this, what this oh looked like. Was his, was his hands reached out to heaven saying, Oh God, that you would bless me. Or was he hunched over on the ground before the Lord saying, Oh God, that you would bless me. Oh God, that you would bless me indeed. He was gripped with the Spirit of God. There was an O in his spirit. There was an intensity from the pain that he bore throughout his life. Oh God, God that you would give us at Living Waters an O. Oh God that you would bless me indeed. Oh God, he was, his heart was gripped. He was driven to this prayer. This prayer was not light. Oh that you would bless me indeed through the pain and the hurt. We ask for a blessing and we use blessing in our culture probably almost too much where we say, you know, bless you or somebody sneezes, God bless you. And, and the word blessing here is, is, is got weightiness to it. It's the blessing of God. And as, as we are Christians and if we accept Jesus into our life and we've made that decision, we have the, the blessing of God in our life, but we're talking even, even more of an increase of that blessing. And it's okay to, to continue to ask for more of God's blessing in our life. We look at the ironic blessing, right? And this is a prayer that is to be prayed from the priest over the people in Numbers chapter 6 and the uh, author, Bruce Wilkinson, says to bless in the biblical sense means to ask for something or to impart supernatural favor, meaning that it's not something that you can do on your own. It's supernatural favor. Jabez was asking for the favor of the king of kings, oh, that you would impart supernatural favor in my life. Not favor that I can I can do on my own, right? And so in in the in the day in which we live in, when when darkness is increasing, even now more so than ever, don't we need the supernatural favor of God in our life? Jabez realized that even through his his family saw him as a pain. His heavenly father was a good father. 
And even though he had pain of his, his family, he had the love of the Father, and he wanted that increased in his life. I think that it's interesting that Jabez didn't ask for anything specific. You know, he didn't start like rattling off things to, to bless me with. He just said, just bless me. Whatever that looks like to you. And this word, word blessing, if, if we look in the original language, it's the same word, bless, that we, found, we find in the ironic blessing in uh, Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. That word bless is the same. And the Hebrew defines bless as to endue with power for success, prosperity, and longevity. For those that are taking notes, I'll say it again. Success, prosperity, and longevity. And so blessing is all-encompassing, right? The, the blessing of God is, is spiritual, it's physical, it's financial, it's relational, it's mental. It's all-encompassing. So when we say the blessing, it's to ensure that the success spiritually, the, the prosperity spiritually, the longevity spiritually would be increased uh, in your life. When, when we're, we're asking for the blessing, we're asking for the success and the prosperity and the longevity physically in your life. We're asking for the success and the prosperity and the long, longevity of, of your relationships, of your, of your finance, of, of your mental health. We're, we're asking for that longevity and that success and that prosperity in every aspect And this first line that Jabez has here is, is really just power-packed. He, he comes to, to, the, to the Lord in, in this, this prayer, again, that is written in the middle of all these, these names and this genealogy, and he cries out to God, Oh, that you would bless me. And how does he end it? Indeed. Indeed it is like, it is like he... he He's writing in capital letters. It's like he's, he's putting exclamation points at the end of the prayer in the, just this first line. He's saying that, that God, I, and is it okay to ask for God's blessing in your life? And some might be thinking that. Absolutely it is. And it, not only that, but he's saying, oh God, I want your blessing and I want it indeed. I want the, the best blessing that you can give me in my life. I want all that you have for me. Bless me. Oh, and bless me indeed. I'm not going to go down this this rabbit hill, but or, or this rabbit trail. But there there could be, you know, as we talk about this, a couple of things that might might pop up is is maybe a, a spirit of pride, and, and pride would would boast about the gift rather than. The giver, or the opposite of that, would be the spirit of poverty that would say, "Oh, well, you can you can bless me, but don't bless me that much. Don't give into to either of those." As we listen to what the Lord is speaking to our hearts this morning, Jabez goes on and and says that you enlarge my territory uh, with your hand. Uh, I'm sorry, that you enlarge your territory and that your hand would be with with me. Jabez asks for an increase of ter 
territory. And territory can be defined as, and, and maybe your, your Bibles and what version that you might have might say some of these words, um, that you would increase uh, my, my border, my boundary, area, the coastline, uh, districts, land. And so we can see this as increasing the territory as being influence, that you would increase my influence. And this can also be uh, physical uh, growth in, in an area or, or, or um, you know, property. He's asking for influence of opportunities and great, greater stewardship responsibilities. I love in, in uh, Wilkinson's book here, as he, he, he mentions uh, this quote, when Christian executive ask, executives ask me, is it right for me to ask God for, for more business? This is him speaking. He said, my response is absolutely. If you're doing business God's way, it's not only right for you to ask more, but he is waiting for you to ask more. And that's what this prayer is, that you would increase my territory, that you would increase my, my influence, you would, you would increase it in, in, the, in the marketplace, that you would increase it in my, uh, my relationships, in my, in my family, that you would, that you would increase uh, my influence. And, th- and that might also mean property. James 4, uh, 2 says, we have not because we ask not. And so this, let's not uh, be limited by, by not asking. It's a great prayer uh, for those that are in the marketplace to, to pray before your next meeting that the increase of your territory would be, uh, would, that, that God would increase your territory uh, and your influence in the marketplace. We, one of the um, themes that came out of our, our Friday night is the, uh, that this increase in territory could also mean um, our, our spiritual influence in, in spiritual children. And so as we're, we're praying about those that would, would pray for our young people, you know, maybe this is uh, something that God is highlighting to you. You know, who are my spiritual children that God would increase your territory, that God would increase your influence. Are there spiritual children, are there, are there those that you can invest your life in, whether it be through prayer or, or meeting them, but how are you investing in, in those spiritual children? That God would give us more of those divine appointments. That your hand would be with me. Is the, is the next part of this, this prayer. The hand of God, the, as we have uh, seen numerous examples in uh, the Bible, uh, in the Old Testament, there's over 200 examples of the hand of God. Uh, and so Jabez, part of this prayer is saying that your, that your hand would be with me. And this is a supernatural power. It's his, his might and his authority that the, God's supernatural power would be upon him. That is, his might, God, the might of God would be upon him. That, that God's authority would be upon him. You see that just as the Israelites uh, crossed the Red Sea in Exodus uh, 15, says, Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. Isn't that a great example of the hand of God? 
The hand of God is, is the presence of God. Where Jabez is, is asking God, let your, let your hand be upon me. Let your presence be upon me. Let your, your power be in my life. That you would, you would shatter the enemy. God, that your hand would be upon me. That your, your presence would be with me. Again, yeah, let's not lose the context of who's praying this prayer. Right? The guy that's been called to pain his whole life and was, was named that by his mother. As we, we look in, in Acts chapter 11, verse 21, it says this, The hand of the Lord was, was with them, and they did, and, and a great number became believers and turned to the Lord. Sorry, I, I mixed it up. The hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number became believers and turned to the Lord. Why did a great number of believers turn to the Lord? Because the hand of God was with them. His hand was with the early church. And we see this in the second chapter of Acts. There was a great filling of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2. A generation of believers in a moment was captivated by, by His Spirit in the book of Acts. Why? Because his hand was with the early church. The gospel was preached and signs and wonders happened. Why? Because the hand of God was upon them. I believe that we are living in a, in a day when darkness is increasing, but I also believe that the Spirit of God is increasing as well. I believe that in the, we're going to see a, the greatest move of the, of the Holy Spirit of the Lord in our nation that we've ever experienced before. Can you agree with me on that? Amen. And so in that, I think it's important for us to know this blessing. Because of that, I think we need to be praying that the, the hand of God would be upon us. That the power of God would be upon us. That the Spirit of God would rest upon us. And in just like in Acts chapter 2, that in a generation would be captivated by the Holy Spirit in a moment. In a moment that a generation would be captivated. In a moment there would be an inbreaking of the Spirit. In a moment, God, we pray, let it happen. Let it happen that a generation would be captivated. That the power of God would move. And that a generation would be captivated by the Holy Spirit, just like we saw in Acts chapter 2. Because the hand of God was upon them. See that in this prayer that Jabez didn't want to just know more about God. But he also wanted to experience God. He wanted to experience God moving through his life. And he prayed, let your hand be upon me. Oh God, that you would lay your hand upon us. Can you agree with me on that? That you would lay your hand upon us. In the days in which we live, God, that your hand would be upon us. God, that you, your hand would be upon me and that you would fill me with your Spirit. 
God, that your, your Spirit would be upon me. Let the power of the Holy Spirit work through my life. I want to experience you in a way that I've never experienced you before. God, that I would know you not just in my mind, but in my heart. Oh, that your hand would be upon me. Oh, that your, your, your hand would be upon my children. That your hand would be upon a generation. Holy Spirit, we, we ask, God, from, from coast to coast, from New York to L.A., God, Lord, that your hand would come upon a generation. That the power of God would be released. God, that you would captivate a generation. That you would break in, break through darkness, that the light of your Son would be revealed. We ask, God, for a movement of your Spirit in our nation. Let your hand be upon us, God, we pray. You agree with me this morning? Can you say, put your hand upon me? Put your hand upon me. I think sometimes at least in, in, in my ex experience, as I've read this prayer before 20 years ago, we kind of remember the first part, right? Like, bless me indeed. And then you know, maybe we might remember bits and pieces of the rest of it. And by the time we get to the end, maybe we're maybe making it up a little bit. And this part that you would keep me from evil is so important. As we look at this line, we might be remembered, we might remember the Lord's Prayer, lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. As, as Jabez is praying uh, for his life to be marked by God's blessing, he ends this prayer with protection. A blessed life uh, includes not being led into temptation and, and sin. And I believe that Jabez is praying here that he would be kept from, from all evil and in, in all sin, that he would stay away from the temptation. And he's, he's asking God to keep Satan, the devil, away from him. He's asking that the tempter would be kept from him. He's asking that the, the wicked and the lawless one would be kept away from him. In John, Satan is called the prince of this world, and it's where he is at work in this world. But Jabez is asking to be kept away from the prince of this world. He's asking to be, even though Satan is at work in this world, He's asking, God, that you would keep me away from the prince of this world. Keep me away from Satan and his schemes. The deceiver uh, is at work in our world today. And Jabez would, would pray 
God, that you would keep me from being deceived and know, let me know your truth. Let me know your truth about others. Can we agree on that this morning? <laughs> we don't want to be deceived. Keep us from the deceiver. Keep us from the, the accuser. Jabez is saying, keep me from, from evil. Keep me from the accuser of the brethren. These are all names of, of Satan in, in different tactics, right? The father of lies. Keep me away from the from lies that would surround my life. Keep me from evil. Let me know the truth instead. Revelation 9 talks about the, the, uh, Satan as the destroyer. He prayed, Jabez prayed that his life would be blessed and abundant and not destroyed. God, that you would keep me from destruction, that you would keep me from the destroyer. We should, we should ask for God's blessing in His territory and His hand to be upon us. But oh, do we need Him to keep us from the evil one. We thank, thankful that he, he fights on our behalf. And a blessed life isn't, isn't marked by pursuing sin. It's marked by pursuing holiness through the love of God. And so as we, as we come to this, this part in this prayer of, of Jabez of, of keeping from evil, we, we pray that, that in this uh, day in which we live, God, that You would keep us from the evil one. That You would keep us from Satan and his, his schemes, which are to kill, steal, and destroy. That You would keep us from the evil one, that you would keep us from sin. We ask God that, uh, that as, we, as we pray this, this prayer and as you remind us of this prayer uh, in, in refreshing this prayer to us, that as we, we pray over our, our family and as we pray over our children and our grandchildren and our, our neighbors and our, and our loved ones, that you would keep the evil one away and that you would push back darkness. Worship team, you can uh, begin to, to come up as we... Don't worry, I'm not closing just yet, but I want to give them plenty of time. Jabez, as we look at this, uh, this prayer, he says that I might not cause pain. And Jabez comes back to this, his name at the, the end of this prayer. He wanted the, the curse that was given to him in his name to be reversed. He wanted the curse to be reversed. He said, I don't want to be a, a pain anymore, but I want to be a blessing. He wanted his life to be marked by the goodness of God and not the word curses that were spoken over him. Jabez was, was bent on not allowing his painful past to control his future. He wasn't going to let his, 
his life be controlled by the past, but he was going to turn this pain into prayer. We Again, as we look at these verses, this is all that we have. So we don't know uh, much beyond this, but we know that obviously there was deep pain in, in Jabez's life for uh, being called a pain and the emotional hurt that he had. And you might be here this morning and there you can identify with that and say, you know, there there is that pain that I've, I've been carrying from the past. And God is highlighting that to you today and that you're still hanging on to it. I pray that Jabez is, is an example of that and coming to the Lord in prayer and continuing to pray for God's blessing to be in your life. Jabez wanted the fullness of God to, to rule in his life. And Psalm 18 says that he delivered me because he delighted in me. And Jabez wanted to be delivered from the curse that was spoken over him. The text closes and says what? So, so God granted to him what he requested. He didn't want to be a pain anymore. And God granted it to him. He wasn't. The blessing of God was in his life. This re- remarkable text found in this, in this ge- genealogy of the curse broken. He is no longer a pain. And, and God will do the same for us as well. So I want to encourage you, you know, to, to look at this, this verse, you know, again. And I, I pray that the, the Holy Spirit brings it to your remembrance as you, as you pray and as you go to the Lord. And maybe there's a resurgence of, of that prayer that you would pray over your, your family and, and, your, and your loved ones. Uh, got a book from... Pastor Stephen, not too long ago, actually stole it out of his office, but he said I could I could get it by Mark uh, Batterson, and he says uh, he's a New York Times bestseller author. He says, "Prayer of blessing isn't just something for pastors to pronounce over congregation, over a congregation at the end of a service. If you are a child of God, you are a priest. It's your right and responsibility." to pronounce blessings over everyone in your life. From your children, to your colleagues, to your customers, and everyone in between. And so this is the, the charge for you to pray the prayer. That you would pray this prayer over your, your children, over your friends, over your, your colleagues, those that you come in contact with. I would like to, uh, to end in, in, in prayer this morning. And if, if you would, um, if you could stand with me. I'm going to ask the, um, those that are on the altar ministry team to come forward. And um, I've kind of just asked them to be ready to pray this prayer of uh, Jabez over over you as well. Um, 
I'm going to do that corporately uh, in closing. I'm going to pray this over us. Um, but you might be here today and say, you know, I, I really want someone to really speak to me directly and uh, ask for the Lord uh, to to bless me for His hand to be upon me, that He would increase my territory, that He would keep me uh, from evil. And, um, you know, if, if that's you, I want to invite you to come forward, or, or you can uh, come forward with any other prayer need that you have, or uh, you might be here this morning and not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and we'd love to pray with you about that as well. Uh, same for those that are online. There'll be a phone number that's that's posted up there, and um, you know we can pray with you however uh, you you feel you feel needed. But let's let's go to the Lord in, in prayer. Everyone that's in the room and and those that are online as as well, and I want to pray this over us, and that you would um, just agree with me and, and pray this as well. God, as as we uh, we're thankful uh, for Jabez and his um, intensity and uh, his zeal for you um, and asking um, and praying. God, we, we come to you this, this morning. We pray for the families here. We pray for their, the families and, and the children and the grandchildren uh, that, that, are, that are represented and God, we, we come boldly before your throne this morning. We come to you and say, Oh God, Oh God, that you would bless me indeed, that your blessing would be upon me, that your blessing would be upon our children that Your blessing would be upon our spiritual children, that Your blessing would be upon our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. And as the song says, to a thousand generations, let Your spiritual blessing be upon us. That You would enlarge our territory. That You would enlarge our coastlines that you would enlarge our, our influence, that you would enlarge those that we speak to, that you would enlarge those divine appointments, that your hand would be upon me. Lord, we pray that your, your hand, that the, the, the presence of God, that the power of God, the sovereignty of God, Lord, we be upon our life. Lord, we be upon our, our children's lives and our grandchildren. Lord, let your, your power be upon us, your Holy Spirit, and that you would keep us from evil. God, we pray for your, your protection, that you would keep us from Satan, keep, keep us from the, um, from, the, from the evil one and, and wickedness. Keep us from the great uh, deceiver. God, that we might not cause pain, that we would be able to be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name.